0: Hi, Robert Hirsch from Freedom Factory here again. And today I want to talk to you about the three ways to maximize the value when you go to sell your business. The first is to maximize your multiple. And what I mean by that is there are different multiples for different businesses, and we can talk about what that looks like. But for example, I had a company come to me to sell, and its name was... Something excavation. And it started off being an excavation company. But in the last 20 years, it really turned into a construction company. About 80% of its revenues were construction. Now, it turns out that multiples are this size business. And multiples meaning how much time's earning is your company worth. So if your multiple was two and your earnings were a million dollars, your company would be worth two million, plus whatever your capital assets are. And so the excavation company, the multiple was roughly two to two and a half. But if it was a construction company, which it really was, is four and a half to five. So we changed the branding of the company, we changed the positioning, and we were able to sell it in the construction multiples, not in the excavation multiples. Point two is recasting your financials. Now, you have to pay your taxes, and you have your EBITDA, and your EBITDA is designed to be minimized. And what we do is we do a pivot table, and we translate that to seller's discretionary cash flow. And it accurately reflects all the cash and and value that your company creates. And so by adding back your board meetings in Hawaii and maybe your health club memberships and your vehicles, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you really get to capture all that value. So recasting your financials is really important. The third piece is maximizing your intangibles. And what I mean by that is when, when you have a buyer that comes to look at your company, they're going to ask questions. And if we have those questions answered beforehand, and they say, well, how does the company work? And you said, well, it's A, B, C, and D. And we can send you the operations manual following this call, and you can get back to us with any questions. An approach like that is going to answer more questions than it's going to create. And let's say the multiple range was three to five times earnings, meaning if it was a million dollars of earnings, it would be worth three to five million. When your intangibles are there, you're going to really get on the upper side and get in that over four, four and a half, five When everything's in disarray, you're really going to be on the lower end of that. So getting your intangibles in place is really important. And remember, when you go to sell your business, it's a team sport. If you need any help, just give us a call at Freedom Factory, and we'd be happy to help you and walk you through the entire process. Thanks for spending your valuable time with me. Please hit like and subscribe, and we'll see you soon. Robert Hirsch from Freedom Factory here. And one of the questions that we get most often is what is my business worth? And if you're like me, most entrepreneurs are so interested in growing their business that, you know, what it's worth doesn't really come up that often. And, you know, I always focus on growing sales, and I figure if I grow sales, you know, and I run it efficiently, the business is going to get better and it's going to be worth more. And in general, that's right. But it doesn't answer the question of what it's worth. And most entrepreneurs say, okay, where do I begin? And so, when I think of where do I begin, I always think of earnings. Uh, a lot of people talk about EBITDA, which is for taxes, and that can be adjusted into seller's discretionary cash flow. But you figure out how much, you know, your business is is worth um, based upon how much it earns. And, you know, it depends, there's a lot of factors, you know, what industry are you in? How long has it been around? Do you have a customer concentration issue? It, it, what that means is, do you get eighty percent of your sales from Walmart, or do you get no more than twenty percent from any one customer? Um, and there's a lot of intangibles that go into it, but if you have a a smaller business, let's call it a, a million in earnings, um, in general it's worth roughly three to five times earnings. Now, that is super rough and it gives you just kind of a thumbnail that you can use. And of course we can answer it in more detail when we look at it, but what that means is, you know, if let's say you have a customer concentration issue, let's say you have, you know, what, whatever it may be, you have some, you know, you have some competitors that are taking business away from you aggressively. You're probably going to be on the bottom end of that. Now, if you have some intellectual property that's defensible, um, or if you have, if you've been around for an awful long time, or if you have some sustainable competitive advantage, you know, the way I like to think of it is how big is the moat around the business or how big is the moat protecting you, then you're gonna be on the upper side of that. So there's always a range and the intangibles really take you up and down that range. Now, a big fear that a lot of entrepreneurs have is, what if I undervalue my business You know, when I go to sell it? And this is my largest asset. You know, For a lot of people, they say the home is the largest purchase you're gonna make. Now, if you're an entrepreneur like me, That's not exactly true, you know, it's your business and buying your business and selling your business. And you're you're trying to think specifically, hey, how do I not leave money on the table? And conversely, you don't want to overprice it and get people not interested. So, you know, getting to a really good market value is, is very important. It's essentially, how do you find, you know, how do you put the right team together and make sure that, you know, you're pricing it according to market conditions. You know, there's a lot of intangibles that happen. You know, for example, let's say, um, let's say the tax environment's going to change. Maybe we're going to have a, a new president this year, or maybe we're going to, uh, maybe we have some tax reform going through that's going to affect long-term capital gains. Uh, well, that might make you want to close before the end of the year. And so sometimes, when we have those artificial either floors or ceilings, they really affect our our market timing. So we want to stay pretty focused on that. But in general, to me, there's appraisers, and appraisers are really good for, for estate sales, um, you know, for things where, where nobody's running it. But the problem with appraised value, especially in small business, is nobody's willing to, to write a check for that. So if an appraiser says, your business that makes a million dollars is worth five million, and no one's willing to write a check for that, it doesn't do you a lot of good. So for me, I buy and sell businesses full-time. It's all I do. Um, I would trust a full-time business broker that all they do is focus on comparable sales in the last six months with businesses similar to yours, and I would really focus on market data because almost nowhere else is market pricing more important than small business. And, you know, the importance of a broker is pretty significant here because, you know, let's say you're selling your house, and let's say you have the best broker in your area as opposed to an average broker. Well, he might be able to get you five or ten percent more, and and the reality is the appraiser is going to come in, and they're going to give you an appraisal value, and you're not going to be able to sell it for more. So, in some ways, you know, real estate is more of a commodity, but businesses, you know, I mean, for example, you can change from EBITDA to seller's discretionary cash flow. If you have a range like we used before, from three to five times earnings, you know, if you can get a broker that gets you away from three and gets you towards five and your business makes a million dollars, you just made a million and a half more, and, you know, with an effective 23% tax rate, that's awesome. You know, that's a million dollars more in your pocket. Or, for example, um, you know, sometimes I've worked with businesses that were in the wrong industry classification, and maybe they started off there, but maybe they've evolved as your business has grown over the last five or ten years to a totally different industry classification. So it's taking it to market, putting a story together, maximizing the sale of your business. Those are the things that are really important when you think about selling it. I hope this is helpful for getting what it's worth. If you want to call us over at Freedom Factory or if we can give you any help whatsoever, we'd love to do it. So, uh, please hit like and subscribe. Thanks for watching and we'll see you soon.